Welcome back to part two of Mouse the Mom, Try New Things. Last week, we discussed all the new things we tried during our trip in the beginning of November. We, of course, spent an entire episode on food because that's what we do. But don't worry, we still have new drinks and experiences that we tried and we are ready to share with you. Since this is part two, instead of a mouse cocktail, we'll just drive into the, we'll just dive into the new drinks we tried this trip. We're not going to drive into the drinks. That would We're be not going to drive no. into the drinks. Please, no. We do not condone that. No, do not no, no add drinking to driving or driving to drinking. Sometimes you drive me to drink. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to that <laughs> I get driven to drink all the time. With you fools. Anyway, let's talk about those drinks. All right. I feel so, a little bit embarrassed because there is there's not much left that we haven't tried. Oh, the but drinks, we managed, didn't we? Well, we sure it's hard, did. It's hard too, right? Because we're all a bit particular when it comes to drinks. Um, so it, it's not like you're just going to keep ordering drinks off the menu that you know you're going to hate. So we That's tried true. to pick ones that we might like that would be different. Um, That's true. I think we, I think we did some all right ones. Um, we also we tried this trip to pick drinks that, especially when it comes to Epcot, that are always there, that are not just yes, like festival. Right. Yeah, we didn't do we didn't do festival ones. Um, so we did normal ones. So starting off in Epcot, America Pavilion. Um, we actually tried um the moonshine sour is what I had heard a lot of people talk about, and we tried that one, and we tried I think the we are, lemonade and mint julep. I think we were inspired for these drinks from our episode we did about Mouse Mom's mixology. Yes, because there are a lot of drinks in that American Pavilion that we neglect because we're usually there for the festival drinks, and so we wanted to try some staples. And usually when I go to this kiosk booth, whatever, it, it's beer. Right. that's what I it's known for. I always get beer in America. They have, and you've heard me say it a million times. I always get beer in America. I always get beer in America. We make the best beer in the world. I don't care what anybody says. Maybe Belgium does a pretty good job too, but. That was I'm, a lofty statement. I feel like you're going to get hate mail on this one. That's okay. I love American beer. I do. I don't, I, I'm. I do. America she's has come unapologetic. A, I am unapologetic. America has come a long way with beer. She, she's coming after those Germans. But we're totally digressing. I know, and my husband's part German. So yeah, I've had beer. I've had German beer. I don't love it. I, anyway, so we, but we did opt for the frozen drink trio that's available at what is it called? Fife and Drum. No, that's that, the other kiosk oh, that's, that's the, in that's front of it. Kiosk. Yeah. yeah. So to just to the left of Regal Eagle, maybe it doesn't even have its own name. I don't even I know. I think it's just the Regal Eagle Bar. I think it's the yeah. Regal Eagle Bar. Yeah. So the Moonshine Sour was like, it had like blackberries and, right? Didn't it? It was, I was not frozen. It was. No. It was. Ice. No. no. That and Tennessee Lemonade uh, were not frozen. They were on. Oh, ice. really? She's making yeah, it all up. I know. Oh, my goodness. Were you even there? Nope. <laughs> you guys just let me say that yep. not yep. stop me no we're no. fixing it now in we're editing fixing it now we like to correct you later yes yes thanks you're welcome 
The Moonshine Sour is the one that everybody talks about. It is a, a constant on that menu. Yeah. It, it, it I, I, you know. See, I was in it. It I did. Was a, Blackberries yeah, okay. and currants. I was a little okay. disappointed with this. I it's Something in that drink did not, I don't know. I think I drank this one. You did. You I, try, I tried. Yes. I don't, but I still, I drank lots of other things while I was That's sick. That's true. And I still could did taste. these all end up in the trash? No. The something did. I did the not like the mint. The, the mint. mint uh, the mint, the mint julep, julep was the only thing that was, was frozen. Garbage. Yes. That was absolute good. garbage. And I, a mint julep is an acquired taste to begin with, but this didn't even really taste like a mint julep. It didn't taste like a mint julep. I don't know what it was. It was yucky. It was yucky. It was yucky. That's it was very it. minty. Not, I don't know. It Not julepy. That's a word. It is a word. <laughs> it is a word. And you spelled um, it right, by the way. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like a mint slushy. It was, it, it was, was, it was like a mint slushy with like a little tang and not really enough. Yeah, it was bad. It really, you're right. It wasn't I, good. I'm going to say, I mean, this was definitely in the way beginning of the week. So maybe that's why I don't remember, but I don't, <laughs> uh, these no. do not stand out for me They're at all. None of them either. I feel like there was one that we all kind of enjoyed. The I Tennessee, it, was, it was the Tennessee lemonade. We both, we all thought that one was good. The moonshine sour had a bit of a tang to it. Um, the mint julep we threw out immediately. The Tennessee lemonade was just lemonade and vodka. What? Nah. If, if it's I think the mint julep we assumed, left on yeah, the picnic I, table, thinking that some <laughs> desperate drunk twenty-one year old. We did. We did it. leave it there. Um, um, no, the Tennessee lemonade should be Jack Daniels. It's Tennessee. Yeah, maybe it was. I don't. Um, yeah, it. Jack, I don't it's remember. Jack Daniels triple sec lemon juice and lemon lime soda. Jack Daniels triple sec lemon. It was sweet. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, it was it. lemonade. It, it was... could have just been lemonade and Jack Daniels, and that would have made me super happy. Well, I mean, that's essentially what it was. Yeah, they added the extra stuff. I do remember our experience at Rose and Crown, though. Always that's a fun good. time. Rose, you know, I have never gone inside of Rose and Crown. Me I either. always ordered from the fish and chip place or the beer place. But I've never actually gone into the bar. It was great fun. It's such it's a great charming. fun atmosphere. Like this is one of those places. It feels like a I like a pub, well, British pub. Like it did feel like an Irish pub. I do think it's funny. There's no seats in there. Um, they have high tops in there, but they refuse to put seats in there because I don't think they want people staying. They just then, want people ordering. And of course, you can take it out with you and do, just say you want it to. I think they serve almost all of it in to-go cups. Yeah, we um, had all to-go cups because yeah. I took mine. You're welcome to order and stand at the bar and finish your yes. drink. And, and certainly bar etiquette applies. Like move back if it's crowded and there are people waiting to order. But there weren't. It was fine. We stayed at the bar, finished our drink, and got to listen to conversations. And, and then we left. So... I got um, um, an Irish hen imperial um, pint, and that is, it's a twofer. They're famous for their twofers, right? For their black and tans, and, and they have a whole mess of, of uh, Irish and English beers on tap that they'll mix. And what I got was um, half old speckled hen, which is, I think, is it an English pale ale or an Irish pale ale? You're asking wrong. It must person. be an Irish pale ale and half a Guinness. 
So an Irish pale ale is pretty red, actually. So you really couldn't tell the difference in the colors of mine to the point where I almost was like, did she not pour it right? Did I order the wrong thing? It, it didn't have the distinct black and tan difference that you see with like a Guinness and a Harp. Um, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think the only thing you said is that it didn't, we saw other um, mixtures going out. Yours didn't look fully like a mixture. I feel like she didn't mix it 100% right. Right, or like she did mix layered. it. Layered, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't layered, layered, it was mixed. Worked. It wasn't yeah. layered, it was a more mixture, it was a little, and it like was a little said, strange. I don't know if it was because the color of the two beers is similar and you can't tell very well, or if I ordered the wrong thing and I didn't actually have an Irish hen imperial pint. Maybe she just gave me an old speckled hen. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever it was, it was delicious. <laughs> Maybe that's what you got. And Jen, you got, I still don't understand what Pim's cup is. It's Pim's and Sprite. Isn't Pim's? What is Pim's? Uh, I don't know. It's like an herbaceous, florally British liqueur. It's delicious. And and a Pim's cup is usually this Pim's liqueur and some kind of soda and then some fruit thrown in the cup. So Yeah, so this is the one, this is one that if you go, if you Google drink around the world, this one always comes up for Rose and Crown. So I felt like it was my duty to drink it for research. And it was good. I liked it. The first sip, I was like, oh, this is bad. But, you know, I can't throw away alcohol. So I finished it. But then I liked it. So <laughs> worked out for me. It was good. It wasn't too sweet. It was refreshing. It was good. All right. So that's essentially what we kind of tried around Epcot for drinks. Um for we first did, time drinks. For first drink time <laughs> drinks. Yes. Yes, you are you are correct with that. Um, we did head to a few other bars and lounges. Um, we went to back to, of course, Enchanted Rose. Um because we so love we it. Try, we can try firsts while still doing familiars, right? And you finally got this drink, which you have not had. I have tried to get the Orin Me at Enchanted Rose forever, and they were like always out of one of the ingredients or another. I think it's got like pink peppercorns and Himalayan sea salt or whatever. They were always out of something. I finally got the actual drink as it was meant to be. Eh. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> it was this huge buildup because you've never had it. And every time you're there, you're like, I need this drink. And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm out. I'm sorry, I'm out. And I think it's hysterical that you got it. And you're like, me. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I got the floral bitter beauty. Oh, I did get that drink because I, I made know. a comment to the waitress that said a floral bitter beauty like my soul. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. This was gin with elderflower liqueur, Campari, Aperol, lemon, and soda. I'm into the Aperol lately. You know what it is? I'm into the soda drinks lately because they're so refreshing and light. This was good. I like it. I okay. But I love Hendrix. You Which, liked it. Yeah, I didn't I try it because it was gin. Um, yes. I was super boring, did not try new things because I yes. love their espresso martini. I'm sorry. Lori went way out on a limb for the first time. I'm saying. sorry. I really you make it really it. difficult for people to uh, figure out, match the mouse mom to the cocktail. They were still getting it wrong. It was killing me. Yeah, like, but not your drink. Like, well, first, maybe Lori didn't get that espresso mm, martini. But yeah, yeah. Lori, Lori still got the espresso martini. 
Lori also convinced us all to get the African coffee in Animal Kingdom, saying that it was just as good, if not better, than the Tipsy Ducks in Love. So the African coffee is at, no, not it's not at Kusafiri. It's no, at no. Tambu. Tambu. Tambu Lounge. Yeah. Tambu Tambu? Tambu Tambu. I don't know. It's the one right across. Tambu Lounge is the. No, it's Tambu Tambu. Tam it was Tambu Tambu. Anyway, it's right across from Dawa Bar. Yes. Yes. It um, is on the right-hand side before you get to the safari after you cross the bridge. And it's, oh, that is detailed. It yes. is. Um, it <laughs> I is am the map. Coffee and then this yummy, spicy, creamy African liqueur. And it's, it, it's African coffee with African liqueur. It's so much better than Tipsy Ducks. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, it's hot. Let's let's make let's make it clear. So this is a hot drink. Yes, you can get it hot or iced though. You can, I believe. No. So apparently, no. I asked somebody. They asked for iced, and they refused to do it. But what they did was they brought. They asked what our one of our agents asked, and the oh. lady said no. But what she did was hand her a cup of ice and the drink, and just boom, done on ice. This was um, a very good hot coffee beverage. It is delicious. It was very good. It is I liked delicious. it a lot. So if you like iced coffee. coffee, get some ice. Make it iced. I preferred, I got for Joffrey's for the festival, there was a, a horchata coffee. That was really good. I got that. That was yummy. No. I liked it better that for a hot coffee drink. But I'm mm. sorry. I still have to give my, I still, Tipsy Ducks, I'll go back for again and again. It's the spices in this one. It's the African spices that's in this that I love. It's totally unique. There's something, there's like a, there's like a pepper and then there's like a tamarind. It's really good. And the sweet cream on top, like it's thick and it just kind of melts into the drink. So yeah. it's oh, not yes. sickly because sweet. You, yes. Mouse get tip in here. They're going to ask you if you want whipped cream on top. The answer is yes, yeah. because it's real and it's whipped and it's in like the, the, what are the bags? The, the piping, the piping bag. bag. Yeah, it's in a piping bag and it literally goes on top and just melts, melts down in it. It was really good. Oh, no need for added cream. It's just the whipped cream no. and it melts in there. It was really good. I liked it. It's delicious. Delicious. All right. You guys went to Steakhouse 71 um, and actually for tried for lunch and actually tried different drinks. Yeah, this was great. We last time we sat in the lounge, this time we bellied up to the bar, which was a nice experience too. And we that got was. food, which was delicious. Um, and uh our our waiter, what was his name? I heard a lot about the waiter. No, he wasn't our waiter, but oh we but admired him from afar. We admired oh. a waiter from afar, Guido, if you're listening. Guido, yes, thank you, Guido. Hey, sup. Anyways, <laughs> Steakhouse 71, I had the last concourse, which is gin, lemon juice, raspberry, and sage. It was delish. This was like, it was served in a martini glass, but almost, it was almost thick like a, like a slushy, but not ice. Like it was like the raspberry, it was like real It was like fresh, raspberry. yes. Yeah. It, which was good. I would have preferred it. Again, here's my, lately, this is what I like. I would have preferred it in like a highball glass with ice and soda. Mm -hmm. I think that yeah. would have like really knocked it out of the park for me. But I, I liked this. It was good. It was very strong for 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but that didn't stop me from ordering another one. 
Did you have two? I think I only had one drink this this time. No, you. Oh, that is a lie. <laughs> it's just that is a say, lie. I saw you after that lunch. You did not. You did not. You are a drink. lying liar. <laughs> I had the Coco Boulevardier, but I don't think that that's a first for me. I'm pretty sure I've had this before because it's bourbon, Campari, um, vermouth, and chocolate. So I know I've had it before. So we don't need to discuss again. 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 We already talked about um Pepper's Ghost when we went to Abercadabar. We yes. did. But then Jen, you had a black Manhattan. Yes, it was very strong. But Not this is what you get. White Manhattan? No. Yeah. But this is this is what you get at Abercadabar because it's very bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Absent. I would say, and heavy. all of their drinks are strong. I haven't met a drink there that's not. Strong. No, but are. her your around. drink though was strong, but it was it didn't feel heavy. I don't know how no. to explain it. Yeah. So yeah, mine mine was yeah. Well, bourbon is just and this was a rye drink, the black Manhattan. It's rye, Amara Averna, and orange bitters. This is it's bourbon is rye, it's syrupy, it's thick, it's yeah, just it. it was a lot for eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. Nice. It wasn't. It wasn't eleven in the morning. It no, it was eleven o'clock at night, which is old, old people time. It's not a Disney. All right, whatever. Anyway, those are our new drinks. All right. So we did cover all the food and all the drinks, but we also experienced other things. Um, we stayed at Old Key West, which was a first for Julie, Anna, and I. Um, staying there. Um, there's definite some pros and cons on staying there. Um, I think one of the biggest pros for me was that we stayed in a one bedroom that was so, um, old Key West is all Disney vacation clubs. So it's deluxe studios, one bedrooms, two bedrooms, three bedrooms. It's um, the, and it's the OG, OG yeah. DVC. It is the, it is the original. And that's one of the cons as you can start to tell that, um, they just refurbed it. Eh. The one bedroom was huge though. Like Huge, the biggest one bedroom villa you're gonna find. It is it is massive. It's big. I liked Old Key West. Um, it it the layout feels almost identical to Saratoga Springs to me, minus yeah. the treehouse villa area. But you know, you it's the same sort of lobby feeling and everything. I but what I really it, it's super spread out, it's huge. This is definitely a DVC resort in in that it, it feels like it's meant for long-term rental and a vehicle. It's far, but I love the, um, the boat access to Disney Springs is lovely. And I really love how the amenities, meaning the, the shops and the bars and all those things are right along the waterfront, which is really cute. I kept saying though, it didn't feel like Key West to me. It felt more like, what did I say? It felt more like I didn't listen. I tuned you out. <laughs> it's one of the places that you've been. That you it's know. another place in Florida. It feel like Key West. Key West is a little more like anything goes, laissez faire. This, but this felt like it felt like Destin. That was what it was. It feels a little yes. more like Panhandle, Florida, but which I also love. So, um, but I loved the bar right there. There's this cute little like hole in the wall bar. I was going to say, as much as we're done talking about drinks, we didn't because this bar was awesome. It was yes. so great. One of my favorite resort bars because it is so Key West. This is so Key West. It's just super casual, like 
It, it's one of the those... gurgling suitcase. Yes, it's it has a cute name. The bartenders are awesome. Um, we did try a few things there. Jen got April spritzes. I got April spritzes and espresso martinis. Those aren't anything new. Um, the fried pickles, though, those were delicious. You guys got those before I got. Yeah, there. we got those before, sure. and then you had Slappy Joe's bourbon berry lemonade, which was strong. I'm... I enjoyed this so much that I went back to get another one the next day. It's um, Woodford Reserve, which y'all know is my favorite bourbon. I almost think it's terrible to mix it because I love it so much. Um, but then blackberry brandy, which you would think would make it super sweet and lemonade with a splash of soda water, Jen. It was perfect. It wasn't, it wasn't too sweet. I, I, I Even though it was a bourbon base, it wasn't a heavy bourbon drink. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. it's because I think it's served, honestly, it's servers too. Like you tell him yeah, you don't he want was a great. sweet drink. He was fantastic in mixing I, it. I did ask if it was very sweet and he said, and I, and you know, he was wishy-washy and I was like, well, as, as unsweet as you can make it. And he did, but I went back the next day and did not specify. And, and it was a, a lady behind the bar and she also made it yummy. So no, good. So yeah. Um, I, this property is just too laid out for me. Um, like, yeah. like Juliana said, if you're staying there long-term, if you have a rental car, I think it's wonderful. You felt, I didn't feel like I was inside the Disney buzz, bubble at that hotel. I agree. Um, Even but, less so than Saratoga actually. Yeah. Um, we were also at the end of the earth is what we kept referring to the room. Um, she literally put us at the end of the earth of this resort. Um, so the good news was we were right by the pool that was back there, which was awesome. They had um, a restaurant, a poolside restaurant, not restaurant, but quick service that opened up around 1130. The pool was nice, but we never made it to the main pool. I actually never no. put my eyes on the main pool because of how far away we were. It was lovely, but it did. You're right. It didn't feel very Disney. Um, but I think for anyone who wants a little bit of extra space. Yeah, um, it's for, perfect. Because it, this, this, this does um, have the biggest suite of all the DVC properties. And it's not just how big the room was too with the family room area. It was, they had a huge screen porch, like with a table mm -hmm. with chairs for four people that you can't find at other mm -hmm. resorts. Um, so this one, I, they, there's definite some pros to it, but you definitely. The property, it is beautiful. It's a lovely property. Um, but. End of the earth. End of the earth. All right. And now a word from our sponsors. Trader Nick's Tea Company is an online tea shop established at the end of 2019 with husband and wife team Nick and Nicolette Spears. After a decade of experience in the tea trade, they wanted to get more on the creative side and tell stories through tea. Taking inspiration from theme parks, movies, attractions, and more, they have artfully created unique tea blends to bring the magic home. Together, they have created all of the names, descriptions, art, and designs themselves. This is a time-consuming labor of love that all starts with a spark of imagination and a flare of creativity. Each flavor and brush stroke of color contributes to the full development of the theme of the tea. The appearance, taste, and color of the tea are all important details behind their brand. Some of our favorites are Mouska Tea, Circle of Life, Monorail Morning, R2-T2, Pumpkin King, Frozen Fractals, It's a Tea World After All, and Main Street Muffin. Visit mm. them at 
TraderNixT.com and you can use the promo code MouseGamom10 to save 10% on your order this month. All right, other things we did. We, of course, did the first Christmas party, Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Party for the year. And it was Jen's first Christmas parties, first Christmas decor experience, everything to do at Disney Christmas. I met Santa. I know him. It was oh fantastic. So I loved it. So, I have to say, I had never been to the Christmas party, but I had seen Christmas at Disney. But watching Jen get so excited. <laughs> so I to both Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And I have to say there are things... You know, people are always like, well, which one do you like better? And I don't think that's it for me. I think there are things that I like better about the Halloween one and things that are better that I like better about the Christmas one. So for me, the parade during Halloween cannot be beat ever. Sorry, don't care. The brave day, everything about that parade is spectacular. However, the fireworks show at the Christmas party, I have never seen anything like it in my life. It was amazing. I felt like I was celebrating Christmas. It was so beautiful and it was just well done. I agree hundred percent. And I think my favorite part about it was actually the projections on the castle. People yeah. complained a lot about that. A lot of people were saying, why can't they just go back to the regular lights they used to put on the castle? But the projections were really magical. And it was and amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm someone who likes the Magic Kingdom fireworks, but I'm never really blown away. And I always, I never really can figure out the difference between this show and that show. Like it's all the same format to me, but something about this just really gave me all the feels. It was, and me too. And, And I'm telling you, every time they did something, like every time they did something on the castle, I'm like, oh my God, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And then they would top it. It was great. And back to the parades, I don't don't want you to think that I didn't like the Christmas parade. Like those tin soldiers were amazing. Having Santa come at the end was so cool. Loved it. But if we're comparing apples to apples. I say you basically have, you have two parties that follow the same timelines. But to me, they're very different. And there's plus and minuses to both. The Halloween parade, I think, is just a cool parade. They did a great job with it. It's not that the Christmas parade is bad. It's just, I think, comparing the parties, it might be a better parade. But the fireworks, I personally like the entire experience of the Christmas party better than the Halloween. I was just at the Halloween, like, two weeks before that. Me too. And trick-or-treating. Stupid was dumb. You're going to these spots. They're filling up half your bag. It's the same candy at every spot. And you can get that candy at the grocery store. I never understood why people waste their time trick-or-treating at the Halloween party. Yes. The cookie roll, however. That's different to me. I loved it. Yeah. Every stop (laughs) has a different cookie. Every stop has a different drink. And personally, yes, you can research it and figure out where you want to go. I kind of like just walking up to the stops and being like, what do you got? It was I loved so it. What drink? And there were no lines like no. there are for the trick or treating. Like you could just walk up and be like, "What do you have?" Oh, I'll try it. Jen and every stop like, oh, was another first. Jen tried eggnog for the first time. Not okay. a fan. Not but a fan. That was not eggnog. That me. wasn't real eggnog, though. It, I do, I do want you to go to the store buy a little thing Oberweiss eggnog 
and actually try it because what they served was fine. It was like a vanilla milkshake, though. It was more vanilla than what eggnog should have been. But but the, the cool thing, thing I like about that also when, you know, you're comparing apples to apples. So let's compare the trick-or-treating to the cookie stroll. The trick-or-treating is nothing special. It's no. everyday candy that you can get at Walmart. But the cookie stroll was cool because every, every stop was a different cookie. And that made it really cool. It was not like you're going stop after stop and getting the same candy over and over again. Right, right. And yeah, yeah and a different cookie and a different drink. I will say... I brought all my cookies home. I wasn't eating them then. I was like, I'll bring them home for my kids. They're all right. The gingerbread was good. The gingerbread one was really good. The one with the frosting on top. The chocolate chip cookie was, um, everyone was going off about the chocolate chip cookie. And finally I ate it two days later. They were right. It was a really good chocolate chip cookie. I didn't get a chocolate chip cookie. Oh, I got the chocolate chip. But yeah, I, I would say... I, the thing I like about it too is, yeah, I kept the cookies. I threw them in my bags. Um, and that's their, their seals, like just put them in. So oh, it was also at the Christmas party, Jen experienced us first and I experienced a last. We rode Astro Orbiter together. <laughs> For my first time, your I last time. First time. That J- Juliana was going all night to the point of tantrums because we went on people mover. <laughs> And she threw a tantrum about Astro Orbiter and Jen was very nice and went on with her. And I don't, I'm glad that we are over Astro Orbiter now. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it at night. I never have to do it again. It's so cool at night. You know what's not cool? Being alone in that thing. I think I usually have a kid with me. I think it would have been worse if the two of us were like spooning together on it and then being. You are smart. It was, it, it, it was smushing. Um, it was a one and done for me. Yeah. Yes. But the other difference that I want to point out between the Very Merry and the Halloween party is the Halloween party for me is very much about photo ops and character meet and greets. And I didn't feel the need to do much of that at all at the Christmas party, except for Santa. I we had to meet Santa. Santa. Though. And I have to say, speaking from somebody with young kids where I have to get that picture every year for Santa, Right. This was, this is a line I would wait in. This is a line you're going to wait in anyways to go see Santa at home. So just waiting in there. The guy was, Santa was amazing. He talked, he spent time, he did everything. It was the, first of all, it was the real Santa. Second of all. We only waited 40 minutes. Yeah, what I'm saying I wait 40 minutes at home to see Santa with the kids. Just and then he here. probably spent a good seven minutes with us chatting oh, and yeah. taking pictures and just wonderful. schmoozing. We yeah, if you some of the Jen. Christmas movies you see where it's like the Christmas story where he goes up and talks to Santa and Santa like kicks him down the slide because his time is up. This is like not this is Santa spends time with your children and you. I didn't feel rushed at all. I felt yeah. bad that we were taking up so much time and we were three adults, but Santa didn't make me feel like that at we all. He was going every time we were like, okay, he'd tell another story. He was telling us stories. It he was, was great. He was, was fantastic. So yeah. It was really, really cute. We told him that it was Jen's first time meeting him and he got, he spent a little extra time getting to know her, but not enough um, to see her true colors until later. But that's until okay. later when she was not good at showing Anyway... Her. 
What is another first experience? <laughs> Santa's top 10 with naughty behavior. All right. the subject. So we do have Jollywood on here. We, of course, put out an episode on Jollywood. So I would tell you to go back two episodes to go listen to the episode on Jollywood. Because um, we did talk about that. The only thing I will say, they have changed stuff since that first night at Jollywood. Yeah. Now I'm upset and now I need to go again. No, I need to go back. I'm going to look at flights. I actually saw flights on Spirit Airlines for 20 bucks. And I was like, I might need to do this because I can't even get uptown for 20 bucks in an Uber. <laughs> so I might do it. I might go. It I'm sounds great. I love that they're listening to feedback. Our feedback was not really negative. We we enjoyed it. I think our so, only issue was the lines for food. We had yeah. a wonderful experience. They fixed lines for food. I think characters they 100% fixed. I am so angry now that Jiminy Cricket is there. Yeah. Um. So they added. Stitch. Yeah, and and Santa Stitch. So they added characters. They fixed Hollywood Brown Derby. Um, so they fix some things that I think they fix where you get your bands and where you check in. So they are definitely listening, but now I need to go again, but yes. But it sounds, and it sounds like they took that feedback and the feedback is now being really well received. So I have a feeling that Jollywood is going to return next year. so. So they worked really, really hard on this. I have it on good authority that they absolutely were 100% were listening to feedback and they spent the entire week between the two first parties um, addressing those details such that at the second party, every big wig was there again, making sure it all went smoothly. And the feedback has been super positive. Yeah. I think we need a do over. I know. I know. I'm all Googling right. it now because it's not sold out. There are still some. <laughs> there are days available. Stay stay tuned, kids. I think that (laughs) it sounds like there's going to be another one in our future. But the last first experience was um, Juliana and I. So Lori and I, a couple of trips ago, we went to the Grand Floridian Spa when it opened back up and we had massages and that was wonderful. Juliana had never done that. So took the opportunity to run her half marathon and get a, a massage afterwards. And then we decided, you know what? We've never been to the dol- the Swan or Dolphin to to that spa. Let's go try it out so that we can compare. So Juliana and I went to the spa at the Dolphin Resort and had massages there so that we could discuss differences. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to write an article about it. So check that out on the blog. I'll go into a whole bunch of detail about the differences in the two um, spas. But I will say they're both really, really lovely and magical experiences. I had a great time. Um, but let's talk about, you want to talk about the doll, the Malut, what is, is it, ma, the what is it called? The Mandara. 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 It was it was very like they say namaste. It was very zen. Zen. Uh, it was very. It was much bigger than the Grand Floridian one, um, but there were some differences. I got a, mas- a great massage at the Grand Floridian. I got a great massage at the Mandara. Um, we happened to catch it in an off time, so it was a crowded. Um, they were doing their food and wine event yeah. at the Swan and Dolphin. So it was very noisy. And that noise, you could hear it from the relaxing Zen area of the spa, which didn't make it very relaxing or Zen. 
I could hear it in my treatment room. Oh, you could. I couldn't hear anything in there, but I was on the farthest one away from the window. I was in the corner near it. Mm. But honestly, I think I could see why that would be very off-putting to a lot of people. I didn't mind it as much, believe it or not, when I was in my treatment room because they had music that could drown it out and I was totally being pampered. It bothered me when I was trying to relax because we showed up an hour early for our massage to use the facilities. There really aren't any. So we just Mm -hmm. sat in this room. um, And so that kind of, that kind of bugged me. Um, I know there's nothing that you can do about it, but I don't know. So overall you like the grand flirting one better. I don't know. I would go back to either of them. Yeah. (laughs) I would go back to either of them. A massage is a massage is a massage. They were both comparable in terms of price. They're both equally hard to get appointments at. Um, Definitely, if you're staying in one of the monorail resorts, I would go to the Grand Floridian. But if you're staying at a boardwalk area resort, I wouldn't bother schlepping to the Grand Floridian because the the spot, the dolphin was, was great. So, all right. So, so there's always something new at Walt Disney World or something old that you just never had the time to try. That's why we like going back over and over and over again. So do like the Mouska Moms. Set some time aside to try something new on every vacation and you will never be sorry. And that's our Mouska tip, by the way. Yes. Sorry. That's the Mouska tip. (laughs) All right, Mouska friends, there you have it. What things do you want to try but haven't? Check out our Facebook group, Mouska Moms Podcast, to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And write us a review. We really appreciate it. I have to go. I'm late to my appointment. I'm sorry. All right. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, here I see. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>